Good evening on this awesome Sunday night. Trust you are so blessed during this day. Wow, to think the second Sunday in January 2021. January the 10th. And uh, we're here to share the word because the churches are locked down. And this morning they arrested ministers and closed churches and areas. And it was in the news but we want to be obedient to impact the world. Now, Jesus made a powerful, powerful, powerful statement. He said, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples, by your love. Oh, my word. And that love is already shed abroad in your heart by Romans chapter 5, verse 5, by the power of the Holy Ghost. So God never called us to have a religious experience he called us to have a love relationship with God. Now that makes everything different because religion will oppose and reason and do it my way and as I want it and God's just a, a sometime God in my life. But we know when it's a relationship, it's a 24 hour, seven days a week that you are in love with God. <laughs> That's why our title is, we are lovers of God, not Christians, only lovers of God. And we speak for the soul of January. That's the month to have the great impact because the principle of first things first. The first determines what happens with the rest. And when God is first in everything, my actions will be first towards God. Now this morning, I share powerful stuff and also remember the prayer time that starts tomorrow because this is the year for the perfect will of God. A year to decree and a year to see of Amos chapter 9, 13 where the reapers is going to overtake the sowers, the suddenness of God. Now, I'm amazed how people are driven by fear and how they become prisoners of a situation what the enemy tries to use all these kind of weapons against God's people. Now we use the scripture in the book of Daniel and uh, we said, what's the end time strategy of the devil? It's to blaspheme, bring things against the name of God and to tire the saints, to wear out the saints of God. And the way how he's going to do it, or he wants to do it, is through propaganda. That's how Hitler took over Germany, and that's how many situations happen. Propaganda is Satan's strategy. How to create something to disrupt, oh my word, systems of God. <laughs> to divert the direction, your focus points to release chaos through what you believe and what you say and the, 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 the hasty choices you make that's not of God. It comes through fear and it comes through hatred and it comes through greed. And when people step on that booby trap of the enemy, people say, oh, I don't want to hear that. I'm saved by grace. I understand. But we all battle from time to time. And this is a time where the kingdom of God is at hand to manifest 
like never before. And then people are held hostage by demonic forces because they opened the door. Last week I spoke on during the keys of faith how to close the hole in the hedge or the week before that because if the enemy can come in with fear and and divert your choices to make wrong choices and do it your way and have arrogance and pride and 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 I'll see and because I have decided all those things can create a situation that incarcerate you in a prison without bars that's what the prophet Isaiah prophesied and he spoke as the mouthpiece of God my people are <laughs> going in captivity to their enemies it's God's people because of a lack of knowledge now now we have discovered also this morning and I just pick up that the secret of life people ask me give me a few words how did you make it and oh until where you are today and they think a big revelation stay meek and stay teachable see the problem is we don't have teachable people because each one want to share a bigger revelation now i believe in revival we've our churches in revival we had phenomenal stuff people flying from all over the world we've seen the dead raised the blind see the cripple walk salvations we've seen family restored demonic activities <laughs> broken down we, we've seen phenomenal stuff but it only happened to bring back to life come on that was suddenly that died revival is something well as alive you were alive before for god i'm fired for the messiah and now life has slapped you clap you trample on you kick you <laughs> step on you and <laughs> and tries to get you down in this world but god wants you to stand up because revival is only the second phase there's a resurrection power dimension the third day i'll share still about the third day and uh, but i want to help you to understand the three things how to walk in that resurrection power now this is phenomenal because there are three words we said yes this morning and i just tap in for those who of you who did not tune in because some people it was saturday when we had sunday and some had already uh, a time ahead of us where we were in the morning so now they tap into these things the three words are knowledge i need knowledge there's no medicine for stupidity it's a lack of knowledge that's our biggest enemy not the devil <laughs> it's understanding and it's wisdom and we said this morning knowledge means information information is the thing that's going to help you when you develop it and get a revelation because your life only operates how significant you're going to be in the level of your revelation the level of your revelation determines the level of your operation if god is the size this is how big your life is going to be but if heaven is his throne earth the footstool of his feet and he live inside of you you are unlimited by the power and the grace and the glory of god 
You have potential to call things that doesn't exist into existence. Because that's when God is first in everything you do. And God loves you. He's made up his mind about you. He called you. He handpicked you. Well, in 1920, I did that. Let go of nine. In 2020, this happened. In January the 3rd, let go of the past. Because the past wants to poison your future. And we said understanding is comprehension. What I read, what I, I need to understand, what does it mean? It must become a revelation. And then it, I must have the wisdom. Now, one thing that I've learned in this life is that religion always postpone what God wants to do now to somewhere there. <laughs> they, they say one day. Oh, one day. Yeah, yeah, I understand the one day thing. One day at a time. But God said, I want to do it now. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now, faith, the moment when I start believing, it will happen. Oh, my word, I share principles from the word by the grace of God. That will help you. Because the secret to fulfill life, come on, somebody, is not only to get an impartation. Some people, they don't even need to, there's no place to lay hands on because all the hair is off. <laughs> I've so many times I laid hands on, laid hands, not everybody, I'm just using it as an example. And they never change. Change is the name of your walk with God. We change from glory to glory every day. We have a renewed mind. We have the mind of Christ. We grow in the full stature of the word. It's all scriptures that are used to help you to understand. That's why Paul says, I can do all things. <laughs> Didn't say certain things, limited things. All things, how? Through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. So when I make God first in everything, then the potential is unlimited. Because Ephesians chapter 1, Paul described the power you carry. That's the kingdom power, the unmeasurable, the unlimited, the surpassing power of his greatness is in you and for you if you can believe. So believe is very important. Now this is the, the thing that we need to understand this. If you say something is in the now, God wants to do it now. His mother, Mary, I was reading this afternoon, the first miracle Jesus did at the wedding. She said, just what he tells you to do, do it. <laughs> and she announced his time has come. He said, fill up that containers, dish out the water, hand it over, the water turned into wine. That's a climate change. That's the suddenness of God. God can do it. If he can do it that time, God can, I'm telling you, we're living in most presidented times where God's going to reveal his greatness through your life. Because when you say my word and I expect it to happen now, listen, then what's going to happen is <laughs> it will actually create a greater expectation to take me into that experience of what God has purposed. Now, this is a phenomenal thing that we need to discover that when Jesus said, now, I, I always like to follow the pattern, the way how God operate. And uh, 
in the book of Matthew, the first book of the Gospels, there's a powerful pattern that God was following with Jesus. And this is so amazing. It's going to bless you. It's going to help you because you get your marching orders out of Matthew chapters 6 and and from actually Matthew chapter 1. And uh, now I have put something in writing. When you make the right choices, this choice of first, it's a better decision and it's fewer regrets. <laughs> because our life is made out of the choices. We become the product of what we choose. And that's why scripture says, Deuteronomy 30, Moses is at the end of his journey. Joshua's going to take over. And God spoke through Moses and he says, I hold before you today death and life, the curse and the blessing, but you choose. Just a few verses above, he said, near you is that word in your mouth, in your mind, and in your heart. I call heaven and earth as a witness today for you to choose. Every mishap was a wrong choice or I was not led by the Spirit. And that's very important. Now let me get, because God's original intention is his final decision. Now this is phenomenal. That means God doesn't change. (laughs) Sometimes we wish God will change and say, God, can't you fit with me? God said, no, your word and, and what you decide doesn't carry the guarantee. My word came through fire. Oh, my word, it created It separate light and darkness and light over shadow, over power. Not even, there's a complete dark night. There's the moon and the stars. Even if the clouds are, it's still the same. God never change. He said, I don't change my mind because his patterns or way of doing things is permanent. (laughs) My word. God's patterns or his principles or his way of doing things is permanent. Now, in Matthew 1, here the New Testament starts, and I want to help you to make it easy for people to understand the principle of first. Wow, that principle changed our whole lives. Because we've learned when God speaks, I'm quick to respond. My family and myself we gave away 34 vehicles. I think it's by 35 now. And uh, cars, and not scrap cars, good cars. <laughs> oh my word. Sometimes when I went to church, I don't know if I come out with false teeth, a watch, a ring, <laughs> or car, or what, or money. I, normally I give all the money away. Doesn't matter what amount it is by the grace of God. Because I've learned God always first. And let me help you. God never disappointed me. This is phenomenal. I'm heading in, what's it, 46 years of ministry. That's a lifetime. Serve God my 52nd year this year. And uh, God never disappoint me. There were times that I was weak. I couldn't hold on to God. Go through life. Life slap you, kick you. You lose loved ones. Children die. People die. Family die. Oh, my word, you lose money. You make wrong decisions. And you, you're so weak. 
You battle to hold on to God, but God holds on to you. Isn't that phenomenal? <laughs> he holds on to you. He said, I love you. I understand. But I'm obligated with my word. And that's why I've given my word. The psalmist said, your word is a lamp and a light. The entrance of thy word brings life, light, and multiplication. And this is the thing. In, general, in Matthew chapter 1, uh, Jesus came and the announcement was made. And a Genesis 3 prophecy was fulfilled. And that prophecy the seed of the woman, Satan seduced Adam and Eve. They hand over the keys because they were put on the face of the earth to do what? God gave them dominion. He gave them authority and he gave them seed. What is Satan fighting in your life? He doesn't want you to have dominion. He doesn't want you to operate in authority. He doesn't want you to operate with the principle of seed. That's why the first always determines if it's on God's side, it redeems the rest. <laughs> it looseth from the curse of the law. If it's on the wrong side, it pollutes everything. And that's why God helps us to make right choices in this life. And my uh, word, here comes the thing and a prophecy was fulfilled. God spoke it and he said to the serpent, he said, the seed of the woman is going to come. You're going to bite him on the heel, but he's going to crush your head. Somebody shout, say, the devil has brain damage. <laughs> because Jesus crushed his head on Calvary. Ooh, glory to God. <laughs> Think about this. A drop of blood came from Calvary and it had your name on. John and Peter, and Chris, and Rina, and, 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 and Portia, and whatever your name may be. A drop of blood came and had your name on. And it says, you're mine. I bought you. I love you so much. That I have a great plan for your life. That's why God said in Jeremiah 29, 11, He's made up his mind about us. He's a made-up mind God. Nothing what you and I do is going to change God's mind. Somebody one time phoned me and prophesied to me. We went through a situation and he said, God said, I've changed my mind. And I said, nope, <laughs> that's not God. That must be Casper because the Bible says that's the, the measure stick. He said, I've changed not. If I did go but what they said, we wouldn't be where we are today. I had to stand firm and say, God, I stand on your word, not on somebody's proper lying. A dogma does what the Yerush say. No, I'm not working with dogma. Don't worry, the English people think I speak in tongues. <laughs> Listen, in Matthew chapter 1, my word, this phenomenal thing happened. And then there is where Jesus walked. To the river Jordan. Now John in the book of John gives a description more powerful than Matthew. But when John saw Jesus, he, he spoke about the purpose, the mission. He said, there is the Lamb of God that will take away the sin of this world. Wow. Genesis 
three prophecy came in fulfillment. Now, Jesus was baptized in the river Jordan. That's why we must be baptized. And as he came out of the water, the heavens opened and a voice came down. And that voice said so powerful in Matthew chapter 3, 16. The voice spoke from heaven. This is my beloved son in whom I well please. Two things happened there. <laughs> God, listen, establish and identify Jesus' identity. Son of God. <laughs> what are you? Romans 8, lowercase word. You are a son of God, daughter of God. You are an heir of God. You are joint heir with Jesus. Don't let the devil tell you anything. Well, my circum- don't let your circumstances dictate the word. It's time for the word to have preeminence. God first. Listen. And what did John the Baptist do? He spoke about Jesus' purpose. There's the Lamb of God that will take away the sins of the world. He was talking about identity, purpose, and time. Say, my time is now. I make a quality decision. Tonight is my time. 20 minutes. (laughs) I think past 6 o'clock. Now, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Matthew 4. Jesus went in the wilderness, prayer and fast. Now, it's important. That's going to be your most powerful weapon when you understand Matthew 6, 33. That's a thing that the church has neglected and God's people has neglected. They move from relationship to religion and now prayer is no longer important. Prayer is the most important thing so important to pray. We're going to pray. Start tomorrow. Pray against this coronavirus. Pray. Declare the word of the Lord. Pray about the harvest that must come forth. Pray about my word. You shall declare and decree a thing and it shall be established for you by the Lord. In other words, when I speak, heaven respond to words. (laughs) Same with the kingdom of darkness. If I'm negative and negative and negative, The kingdom of darkness respond because you're a person of authority. You are a son, lowercase word, (laughs) of God. You are an heir of God. Oh, my word, you belong to your father. The, 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 The letter of John says, as he is, so are we. That's that identity in Christ you have, you possess. Then in Matthew 4, he came out of the wilderness 40 days, 40 nights. And guess who's there? Oh, my word. Not his mother-in-law, not his neighbor. The devil, the serpent is there. Same one from Genesis chapter 3. He's there. Now, Jesus was hungry and Satan knew it. He works through the senses of mankind. He said, if you are, he challenges his identity, challenges his purpose, and wants to derail the time. If you are the son of God, Turn the stones into bread. And Jesus reveal and demonstrate. Oh, aren't you glad that you have a perfect model? Jesus, he modeled it. He said, man shall not live from, it is written, man shall not live from bread alone, but from every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Amplified says, his life will be sustained. 
by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now, this is phenomenal. He demonstrate the great key, how to demonstrate, put the devil to flee, how to resist the devil by the word. It is written. <laughs> oh, my word. And then in verse 19 of chapter 4. Now, remember, we follow the pattern. He said, follow me as my disciples and one that will direct your life. Follow me as a disciple and then I'll make you disciple of men. Listen to the terminology. So powerful. He's calling. He start calling disciples. They never knew about what's a fisher of men and what's this disciple thing. <laughs> a disciple is a learner, somebody who learns how to live life significant, effective, phenomenal in the pattern and in the mindset from God's perspective, how to go through life. And Matthew chapter 5 and verse 13 to 16. Now here Jesus, now remember, he said man shall live by the word. Then he called the disciples. And then he, he, when he demonstrated the weapon, and then in Matthew chapter 5, 13 and 16, he says, ye are the salt of the earth. Wow. The light of the world. Say, I am light. You're not darkness. You're not defeated. You're not hopeless. Well, what's in my bank and what the lawyer said and what the doctor's diagnosis. I said to Lanzilla this afternoon, if I have to go in this last few months or few years, what the doctor said, I would be worm food long ago. I had to resist and stand on the word when diagnosis came. And I had to believe God. And here I am tonight by the grace of God. Oh, my word. That's why we cannot be only fans of God. I said this morning, what you do with Matthew 6 determine, are you a fan, a follower, or are you a participator? And he wants you to be a participator. He says, ye are the salt of the earth. And then in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, he teach them how to pray. Ooh. Why don't we say chapter 5, chapter 6, chapter 7 of Matthew are the constitution <laughs> the, for God's people. It's the kingdom lifestyle. It's the kingdom nature. It's how people going to see that we love God. That's how we identify as lovers of God. I cannot be a church angel and a house devil. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I must love Jesus through me. And uh, he teaches them the Our Father. And listen what he says in that Our Father. He said, this is how you ought to pray. He said, Our Father, which art in heaven, oh my word. And then he said, hallowed be thy name. That's now still in chapter 6. He says, your kingdom come, verse 10. Your will be done. So this is the prayer we need to pray in this next 21 days. This is the prayer. Your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. <laughs> Somebody say, no longer my will. My will doesn't have the guarantee. No longer the kingdom of this world. The kingdom of God will 
uh, overshadow the kingdoms of this world. Your kingdom come, your will be done. How? How is that going to happen? As it is right now in heaven, it will be done on the face of the earth. And you qualify to manifest that kingdom here on the face of the earth. Because you will learn that uh, Jesus, the scripture says, and Jesus started preaching there in chapter number four. And he said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Oh, my word. This is so powerful. <laughs> the kingdom of God is now at hand. Chapter 17 of Matthew chapter four. There's such wealth in all these scriptures. From that time, Jesus began to preach, crying out, repent, change your mind. That's what repentance is. <laughs> For the better, heartedly amend your ways with abhorrence of your past sins. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That's what Jesus started preaching. The kingdom is at hand. And then he said, this is how you pray. Now he gives them the lifestyle of a disciple, of a son and a daughter of God. Let thy kingdom come. Let thy will be done as it is in heaven. Let it be done on earth. He hand to you over the baton that John chapter 20, 21 changed my entire life as Matthew 28, John 20. Just as my father has sent me, I sent you. So we hand over to you to run this race with endurance and with patience. And then, and when he said in Matthew 6, 9 and 10, that our father, then he comes and Talk about what people will eat and drink and about money issues and what they worry about and all these things. And he says, my word, even the lily of the valley and everything, God clothed them in such splendor. He said, this must not be your focus. What is the focus? Why is all this calamity going on in the nations of the world? Because they focus on money, what we shall eat, what we shall drink what we shall wear, and money. And in this thing, Jesus said, there in, I'm still in Matthew 6, after he spoke about the prayer in verse 23, he says, if your eye is unsound, your whole body will be full of darkness. But if then very light in your conscience is darkened, how dense is that darkness? Then he said in 24, no man, say no man. <laughs> say not even me, not I can do it. No man can serve two masters. Listen to Jesus' own words. If you read out of a King James Bible, it's in red. It's serious. He says, he will hate the one and love the other. Or he will stand by and be devoted to the one, devoted, and despise and be against the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Money, deceitful riches, come on people, possessions, or whatever is trusted in. You can never put your money, uh, your, your trust in those things. You cannot serve it. You know, a few days ago, that big money crashed. And big stuff crashed here in South Africa. <clears throat> and uh, people lost a lot of money. But thank God for some of those people, their trust was not in that. And then he comes and 
chapter 6, verse 33. Oh, my word, I can preach weeks on this. <laughs> and I preach for myself first. He said, but seek, aim at, and strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing, God's way of doing. <laughs> Your kingdom must manifest on the earth. Your will must be done here. God's way of doing. He says, and being right, and then, when will all the things be added unto your life? It's when, listen, family, when I start seeking first the kingdom, get the information, the wisdom, get that knowledge, comprehend with that, and then apply that, because that's what we have discovered. The knowledge, the understanding and wisdom Knowledge is information, understanding is comprehension, and wisdom is application. Then I apply that word. Then all the cars, the land, my word, the money, the business, the resurrection of that which was dead will come back to life again because you put God first. He said, first, the kingdom of God. Now, now, I shared some information this morning about the kingdom. <laughs> what does it mean? It's the king's domain. It's a place where there's rulership greater than anything else. Now, <laughs> Jesus is the king of all kings. You and I are kings, Revelation chapter 1, and he has made us kings and priests. Oh, my word. And so what does the kingdom possess? Jesus said at a time, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. So the kingdom of God has keys. What does a key do? It locks and unlocks. <laughs> what you bind on earth will be declared bound in heaven. What you loose on earth will be declared loose. One translation, that's already loosed in heaven. So this is a very powerful thing. A kingdom have keys. What South Africa keys years ago was, my word, the conservativeness, the Christian nation, the diamond mines, the gold mines, and everybody was after that. That's the keys of this nation. Every nation has keys. And the kingdom of God have powerful keys if you apply them. The way how God is doing, how God is operating, seek first the kingdom of God. God's way of doing things. And we said this morning, the second thing that the kingdom have is there's a territory. Satan cannot operate in all three dimensions. <laughs> Icona. <laughs> he up, tries to operate in the world and then the second heaven. But there's a third heaven, God's place of rulership. And you are seated in that place. You above <laughs> and you're not beneath. That's why you're not, uh, how are you doing? Oh, between the tire and the chew, between the, <laughs> the tar and the wheel, between the bark and the tree. No! You are already seated. The enemy, and I preach a message about that, comes with conditions. Conditions. 
He knows how important is the keys of God's kingdom. He doesn't want you. He, I said in the beginning, propaganda and fear and anxiety and bitterness and unforgiveness and anger and all these things operate. And it gives the enemy an opportunity to shift you in your mind from your position. And you start focusing on your condition. And when you focus on your condition where you are right now, you will not be able to live out and rule from a place of position, seated in heavenly places. And that's what God is doing. The way how God wants you to live, a kingdom has a territory. And God restored through Jesus, Genesis chapter 1, God created mankind and he gave him authority jurisdiction, and seed. Never forget those three. He gave you the three things that you can conquer every devil, overcome every battle, that you don't need to blend in the world. You can stand out and you can be fearless in the midst of any calamity. Now, here is the thing. Because, and that territory he has, has, listen, authority. There's authority in that. The authority, Jesus said, I give you authority. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Look, I give you authority. I give you power, says the Amplified Translation, over power and authority over all the power of the enemy. How much power do you have over the enemy if you first seek the kingdom and you make this a truth? All, all. He said, you will trample on scorpions and snakes. Now we forget about the last portion, that nothing will harm you. I said in services over and over because people still tell me God stripped them, God took their money away, God put the sickness on them, and God had to teach them, and they carry on and carry on. And I said, there's no university of bankruptcy. There's no university of sickness. There's no university of calamity. There's not a university of strip. The Bible didn't say, by stripping you, I will lead you. By making you sick and put cancer and corona, I will lead you. No, no, no. He said, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, is the only one that needs to lead and guide you. Not sickness, not disease, not poverty, not calamity, not depression, not oppression. No, 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 no. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God is here to lead you and guide you and ultimately. Oh, my word, I can speak so long on these things because there's an urgency in my spirit that I want to see God's people, viewer, and with whom you share, will walk in that right standing with God as God's champion. (laughs) The third thing that this kingdom have is citizens. Citizens. You are a citizen, an ambassador of heaven. And God didn't put you on the face of the earth and say, oh, suffer, Susan Wilson, Tuffy. <laughs> no. I put you here to rule, to stand out, to present me. The earth needs to be filled with the knowledge of the glory. God's intention is that we will glorify God, that we will be productive, fruit-bearing people. My word, so that the world will acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the Savior, Redeemer, and his Lord, the ruler over all. 
And because God believes in you, he made you a citizen of heaven, part of the household of God. And the fourth thing we said, it has principles and laws. Now, South Africa have laws what other nations don't have. Here we drive, we sit in the car on the right-hand side. So we drive on the what side of the road? <laughs> and uh, on the, when we go down, the left hand. Is that what we drive? That side. We come up, we drive on the left side. But we sit on the right side. In America, we sit in the left side and then we drive on the right side. Now, if I come there and <laughs> once I forgot where I was and I was in California and somehow I'm up here against the traffic that's years ago. And then a traffic officer stopped me and he said, you're either from Britain or from another country. And I gave him my license. He said, I thought so. That moment I didn't register. But luckily I didn't got a ticket. Now, in Germany, they have an autobahn there. You can, the speed is unlimited. But you cannot drive that in another nation where they have speed limits. They have laws. And that laws needs to be executed, applied in your life. Otherwise, you go to prison. You get a ticket. God's kingdom is not lawlessness. It's got kingdom laws. Seek ye first the kingdom. May God first. And it's righteousness. God's way of doing things. God's way, how we think, how he wants things to happen. God's original intent. Then all the things will be added unto you. The first always determine. If I apply that principle, I will have the result of it. So there's laws that I need to apply. If you hearken and obey to the voice of the Lord your God, then all these blessings will come upon you. Deuteronomy chapter 30. Uh, till verse 1 to 14, verse 15 says, if you don't hearken and you don't uh, obey the voice, then these curses comes upon you. Why does that have? Does God curse? No. <clears throat> it's how I apply the law, the principle, <laughs> the instruction of God. I've learned, be immediately obedient. Oh, my word, I've seen results and miracles, and we've got testimonies <clears throat> what God can do even in the lockdown time where we have no services, no building open. God is still so faithful and awesome. And then we said it's got a lifestyle. How I'm supposed to live, present the ambassadorship that God has called me. Now, in because when you apply Matthew 6.33, listen, your barriers becomes a breach through the principle of first. You come, I've seen how God overnight, the suddenness, money came out of bankruptcy, how God delivered people, how God supplied for them, how the miracle power of God, how God restored marriages and family lives supernaturally by that principle. Now, and then Jesus, while sharing in Matthew and he came in chapter 7, then he go, give, gave us the method because Matthew 6.33 is the foundation. Somebody say the foundation. And he gave us that foundation by explaining to us in Matthew 7.24. 
It says, Jesus, everyone who pay attention to my word and puts it into practice. Say, I am a doer of the word. I practice the word. I'm no longer stupid. I have the wisdom of God. By applying the word, heaven and earth shall pass the way Jesus said, but my word will remain forever. He says, practice is like a wise person who built his house on a solid rock foundation. Then a storm arose. <laughs> the rain poured down and the flood waters rose and the storm winds beat hard against that house. Yet he did not collapse. Why? Nothing moved it. I like this translation. Nothing moved it because it was anchored to the rock. Wow. <laughs> he wants you to build your life with a kingdom foundation. It's a rock. It's not going to be moved. Storm may hit everything. It says the wind beats hard against that house, yet it did not collapse. Nothing moved it because it was anchored to the rock, Jesus. But everyone who hears my word, we don't have a problem with hearing. We have a problem with listening and does not practice it as like a foolish person who built his house on sand. And when the storm hit and the rain poured down and the flood waters rose and the winds blew against that house, it completely collapsed with a huge crash. So here Jesus gave us the key word, how to build by applying the foundation is the unshakable and how stronger your foundation, how higher you're going to go. I want to see nations impact this ministry <clears throat> by the grace of God. We impact nations. We've sent people to nations. You're going to be sent to nations because this is the accurate arrangement of things. God's divine order comes when I apply Matthew 6, 33. Come on, somebody. <laughs> now, this is the phenomenal thing. What the scripture means, God wants to be first in everything. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. Because if God is not first, then order of God is dismantled in my life. And chaos enter in, into God's order. And then your life spun out of that order. The problems we face is a uh, first thing. Is God still first? I will never leave you nor forsake you. For those who love God, come on people. Everything will work out for the good. He didn't say when God, God loves you. But when you love God above money, above fame, above your titles, above your house, above what people can love God, their hobbies, whatever. If you love God above those things, God said, then everything will work out for the good. Oh, my word, for God's people. For the, those who love God. That's why I came with the phrase, we are lovers of God. What is the divine order? It's the accurate arrangement of things. It's either in this time that we are in 
God's way or your way. Now, if I try to do it my way, because the Bible says many are the plans in a man's heart, but (laughs) it's only God's purposes that will prevail. If God is not first, then you can pray, you can preach, you can bind, you can declare, you can <clears throat> name it, claim it, grab it, slap it, do whatever you want to do. Nothing is going to move because God said, I am not first. Now, this is very important because from Genesis 1 to Revelation chapter 22, God always said, I want to be first. When he's first, then I operate in kingdom lifestyle, kingdom principles, and in the kingdom blessing. The kingdom blessing is the whole world. He wants to be saved by his stripes, complete health, complete prosperity in my body, in my soul dimensions. I am just as prosperous John says, as my soul prosper, or Paul addressed Timothy. Come on, somebody. (laughs) And uh, uh, John mentioned that also. I I, I walk in my daily life in complete prosperity. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm going up and not down. I'm going forward and not backwards. I am the apple of my father's heart. That's kingdom first living. Not defeated. On the other side all these negative things in the world. God wants us to rearrange our priorities. That's what lockdown did to me. I had to discover God again, not only be related to him, but be in love with him all over again. Oh my word. And this is the phenomenal thing when you are in love. Proverbs 14, 12, there is a way that seems right. But the end thereof is the way of death. That's why you cannot do it your way. It's either God's way or no way. Because only God's way carries the guarantee. And the first must always remain first. You cannot oversee and say, okay, God, I'll just keep this, this, this. That. That's why I used the scripture this morning. It's not about offering. It's not about the money. It's part of it because it's the avenue you've just read. You cannot serve mammon, money, fame, all these things above God. You either hate the one and just concentrate on the other one or hate the other one. What happens is the first in everything I do, in my time, come on, in my day of week, in my finances, in my business, in my love, relationships with people, how I love people and how I love God always determines the outcome for the rest of my life. I want to be known one day and I've seen the dead raise and phenomenal stuff happen by the grace of God. But you know how I want to be known? As a lover of God. I want to be known as somebody that loves God, that cares for people, that want to see people do better than what he himself ever could do. And this is the the key words. 
because all first belongs to God. That's the divine order of God. You cannot get away from Matthew 6.33. That's the starting point, the marching order. That's the life instruction. If you don't seek the kingdom of God and do it God's way, nothing is going to work out because you are working out of chaos and out of disorder and not divine order. First, when you wake up, the first thought in the morning, the first hours of your day, that's why we have devotions. The first day of the week, that's your Sunday. We go to the house of the Lord. We belong to a spiritual family. It belongs to God. Come on, people. (laughs) The first month of the year, the first of my increase, the first of my income, the first of everything belongs to God. When we make him first, I said, and his principle first, then we bring in a divine order, and the divine order is complete health, complete prosperity, complete joy, the peace of God that surpass all understanding, because love God first is, I want to give him the first, the very best, and the everything. Then you are positioning yourself for the greatest miracles. I love talking about Genesis 26, the time of the famine. That's where a lot of people are. They battle. I get texts and business people that went down, lost their house, their business, their cars. They have nothing, but they still, when they heard the principles of the word, they got courage to bounce back and say, I'm coming back. Devil, you have no longer authority over my life. I will not go the world system. I will do it God's way and start where I am right now. And this is very important. Now, Genesis 26, the first famine, Isaac is like us. He made plans, human plans. He said, I'll go to Egypt. God said, no, stay in Gerar and and just stay here. Now, that's the second famine. What did Isaac do? You read it in Genesis 26. He starts sowing. What's the most foolish thing to do when there's famine? Is to give out to let go what's in your hand. But you operate by a principle. When I let go what's in my hand, God is ready to let go what's in his hand. So he he let go. And the Bible says, and God blessed him in that same year, a hundred times more. And he became great and (laughs) greater. Come on, somebody. In cattle, in livestock, and in servants that the Philistines envied him. How did he do that? When everybody was bankrupt, everybody was going under, he followed, he put God first, the instruction first. How was that blessing released? By his father Abraham, Genesis 22. God said, Abraham, he said, here I am. Take your son, the one you love, and sacrifice him. God's not after human sacrifice. You heard me speaking. God was checking what's in Abraham's heart. We can say one thing, but our heart says another thing. Put your money where your mouth is. Put your feet. You give your feet direction by obeying God's word in your mind, in your heart, and in your mouth. And then he, long story short, they're up there. Isaac said, where's the sacrifice? Here's the fire, the wood, and the knife. He said, God himself will supply. He didn't know he's going to be the one. 
He helped build the altar. The next moment he's on the altar. Now he was a big boy. He could have overruled his dad. Because remember his dad is far past 100 now. And then God said when he was ready. Stop! Now I know that you love me more than your son. See walking with God. Yes we make mistakes. Yes we can disappoint. Yes, yes, yes. But it's a love relationship where I know God loves me so much and I love him back. That's what you are here on the face of the earth. Created for his pleasure that you will love God back. Love him. Now, when you love somebody, it's not difficult to be a giver. You're generous. Flowers and chocolates and gifts and watches and rings and clothes and cars or whatever you like to spoil somebody with. You do it not out of obligation, out of love. Listen. And then there's a widow, 1 Kings chapter 17. She didn't understand. She needs to come in the principle of first. Oh, my word. And she, when the prophet said, bring me a cake, she said, I have just a little bit of oil and flour. And as true as the Lord God, I'm going to eat it, make a son of myself a cake, we're going to eat it and die. She had the end result of death, suicidal or die of hunger. But then the prophet came with the principle of first. You see, it's the principle that's going to get you out, applying God's word. He said, the true as the Lord God, if you bring me the cake first, there's the word first again, the oil will not diminish or the flour will not get less until the yoke of the famine was, will be destroyed. She stood between, she's challenged with logic and reason and taking the risk. And I said this morning, whenever God does something, it's beyond your human ability to think. Peter needed tax money for him and Jesus. Jesus said, catch a fish. And the first fish, there's the tax money. <laughs> they feed twenty-five to 30,000 people out of five loaves and two fishes. And then the miracle is the boy that gave it. He gave it first. <laughs> Walked home with 12 baskets of leftovers. <laughs> that, that doesn't work with calculators. That doesn't work with budgets. God told me to do the most craziest things. That's millions, and I did it by faith. And, oh, my word, I flew to Paris, France, and gave a three-carat diamond ring as a seed and that I had that somebody gave me. And on that trip back, I, God moved. I didn't ask nobody nothing. And God moved from somebody's heart and gave me the money to build <laughs> what we have been building. Come on, people. The grace of God will always take you where nothing else can. The principle of first, put God first. Now, when you do that, that widow in her kitchen, she saw a miracle. God created an oil well in her kitchen and a grain mill in her kitchen. And now she didn't, she's not selfish anymore about her and her son. Scripture says she ate, her son ate, the prophet ate, and her whole household ate until the yoke of the famine was destroyed. It happened by the principle of first love the lord your god first give first proverbs chapter number three honor the lord your god with your first fruits first is in god's agenda every january and i've shared it 
at the end, we have the last Sunday. Every money we have, doesn't matter if it's 10 bucks or 100 or 200, well, it doesn't matter what it is. That day, I call the children and we take that money and we bring it as a principle of first. That's how God carries us through to do impeccable things by the grace of God. During this time when big corporations closed down, they fired people, they laid people off, or people went in for half the salary with what 53 people in this organization. By the grace of God, not one of them have to go with less or without. What happened? I do it every January. I apply the principle. I don't preach for people and don't do it because I understand the first always set the pace for the rest. That's why when I bring my tithe and my offering, God said, you can get further with nine-tenths than with the whole hundred <laughs> percent. You get further with 90% than with a, if you do it, nations, I will open you the floodgates of heaven. Preston testify about their home and all these things that happened. Oh my word. And this is just how glorious God works. Do it first. Apply. It's not a loft of, it's not a good stuff thing. You can do with what you want to do. I can only share with you the principles that worked by the grace of God. Tonight and every day, it's a daily choice. Make that quality decision that you're going to make that thing when I put God first, then I can pray, then I can fast, then I can decree, then I can operate in the word of God. Because Romans 4.17 says, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. What is the kingdom of God? That God wants you to manifest on the face of the earth. Righteousness. Right standing with God. Where God is first. Where everybody can see. You don't need to tell them. They can see that the love of God. Your love for God is so wonderful. That you're automatically a lover of God. And lovers are givers. Righteousness. Peace. A peace surpass all understanding. Imagine Daniel in the lion's den. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire furnace. And the king said, heat up the fire furnace seven times more. They had a peace that surpassed all understanding. Oh my word. And joy in the Holy Ghost that you will be joyful. Not sad. Not gladness. Joyful that your king is alive and he rule and reign. And he's going to take us through. January is going to be a glorious month. Well, Gustav, the president's going to say, and they're going to be locked down. I don't care because I'm in this world, not from this world. I'm just a pilgrim. I'm here to operate as salt and light. And the same with you. Make that quality decision. If you don't know Jesus, I want to give you the opportunity tonight to pray that prayer. We went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Kristen Tossi, myself and Leonard, and Wednesday nights. But in that November of 1996, the children's mother is here, and you know her short-term memory is wiped out, and she can take me back to that years when she was nine years. She asked me about seven times today, how long do we know each other? And I said, 53 years. 
Now she thinks she's still 45. <laughs> and, uh, but that night when I went in their home and they sing that song, O Calvary, it was for me that Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. I realized with all the church going, with everything, I'm lost. If I would die, I wouldn't make heaven. And that night I gave my heart to the Lord that transformed me. And I knew that I knew I was called for a greater purpose than just cruise through life and travel through life and get different things that drives me. I had to fulfill God's great grand design, what he designed. You designed for greatness. And he said, if you believe with your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. If you confess your sin, you will be forgiven. He will put your name in the book of life. Oh, my word. And you will enter eternity as a son and a daughter of God. Pray this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I've heard the word tonight. I don't want to operate as an orphan, as a prodigal. Oh, my word. <laughs> I, 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 I want to operate as your son. I heard the word. I believe with my heart. I confess it with my mouth. Forgive me my sin and wash me in the blood. Lord, you are the Lord of all. From tonight, I'm, I'm going to serve you. And I'm going to love you. Because you are the great I am. In Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, send us the WhatsApp. Or send us the on, on via where we broadcast. And there's some information that comes up on the screen. And let us know that we can walk this way with you to disciple you, to be an effective, powerful world changer. If you need a miracle in your life, say, God, I've decided to seek first the kingdom. My right is tonight. By your stripes I'm healed. I tap into that. No sickness, no disease will have authority and dominion over me in the name of Jesus. God, I am a giver. Philippians 4.19, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches. Not the world riches, not the dollar, dollar gold, not the diamond, not, 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 no, no, according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. Lord, because I am a cheerful, prompt to do it giver whose heart is in my, my, my heart is in my giving. I know you will supply all of my needs according to your riches in glory. Lord Jesus, I love you. I'm going to tell the whole world that Jesus saved because in Matthew 28, his last words, go and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them, teach them. <laughs> Lord, I'm called for the nations and it starts right now here where I am in the mighty name of Jesus. Apply the principle of first and you position yourself for the greatest miracles to manifest in your life. God bless you. We love you. From our home to your home. Remember the prayer time tomorrow, tomorrow night with Pastor Emila on the Zoom meeting and we'll send the link and then every day the keys of faith. And uh, it was the hour uh, of fire and power and we've just changed it. I see people uh, exited. That's okay with me if you don't need it, but you will see the voice notes also come in now. If you don't have data for <coughs> the TV broadcast, there's a voice note that's much easier and cheaper. And send it on in the mighty name of Jesus. We love you. You're phenomenal. You're victorious. 
and you're the apple of your father's eye. Until tomorrow, God bless you in Jesus' name.